Hello, and welcome to the J. Klin Cyclopedia Activity, the Differential Diagnosis of Schizoaffective Disorder by John M. Kane, M.D., who is from the Department of Psychiatry at the Zucker Hillside Hospital in Glen Oaks, New York, and the Department of Psychiatry and Behavioral Sciences at the Albert Einstein College of Medicine in the Bronx, New York. This activity is part of the CME series, uh, New Approaches to Managing Schizoaffective Disorder from Diagnosis to Treatment, which was supported by an educational grant from Janssen. Because schizoaffective disorder shares symptoms with mood disorders and with other psychotic disorders, making a differential diagnosis can be difficult. The initial psychiatric interview can be critical in making an accurate diagnosis of schizoaffective disorder and should include a history of the patient's chief complaint, details of the present illness, a past psychiatric history, a review of symptoms, and a mental status examination. Obtaining an accurate history can be difficult because patients often don't recall the duration and time course of specific signs and symptoms of their disorder, and having problems remembering exactly what their mood was like during a psychotic episode. To help obtain an accurate record, clinicians can use a structured diagnostic interview tool such as the SCID-CV. Details should also be gathered from family members whenever possible, and prior medical and psychiatric records can sometimes be helpful. Uh, clinicians must also carefully complete a mental status examination when making a differential diagnosis for schizoaffective disorder, taking particular note of the presence of mood disturbances and psychotic signs and symptoms, then determine their duration and intensity, as well as the extent to which those symptom domains have been apparent either concurrently or separately over time. After obtaining an accurate record, clinicians should try to place the patient's symptoms within the conceptual framework of schizoaffective disorder in either the dsm 4 or ICD-10. Differing definitions of the disorder may result in varying diagnoses for patients. The dsm 4 includes three criteria for schizoaffective disorder. Criterion A states that during the course of illness, patients must have experienced an uninterrupted mood episode concurrently with schizophrenic symptoms for a significant portion of a one-month period. Criterion B states that during the same period of illness, either delusions or hallucinations occurred for at least two weeks without prominent mood symptoms being present. However, criterion C is that mood symptoms must also occupy a substantial portion of the total duration of illness. Using these dsm 4 criteria, schizoaffective disorder can be subdivided into either bipolar type or depressive type. The bipolar type includes a manic or mixed episode, or a manic or mixed episode and a major depressive episode. The depressive subtype includes only major depressive episodes. Most clinicians will recognize dsm 4 criterion A when evaluating a patient, but may well omit criterion B and or criterion C. Omitting these can lead to misdiagnosis of symptoms as major depressive disorder with psychotic features, bipolar disorder, or schizophrenia. The ICD-10 criteria for schizoaffective disorder state that affective and schizophrenic symptoms develop together, 
are equally prominent and occur within the same episode. The affective and schizophrenic symptoms should preferably occur simultaneously, but can occur within a few days of each other. The schizoaffective diagnosis should not be used if the schizophrenic symptoms and affective symptoms occur only in separate episodes of illness. Subtypes of schizoaffective disorder specified in the ICD-10 include manic type, depressive type, and mixed type. For all subtypes, at least one and preferably two of the following schizophrenic symptoms should be clearly present during the mood episodes. Thought interference, delusions of control, influence, or passivity, or delusional perception, hallucinatory voices, or other persistent delusions that are culturally inappropriate or humanly impossible. In the manic type, prominently elevated mood or elevated mood accompanied by increased irritability or excitement should occur within the same episode as symptoms of schizophrenia. In the depressive type, schizophrenic symptoms and depressed mood are both prominent in the same episode and must be accompanied by at least two other depressive symptoms or behavioral abnormalities. The mixed type can be diagnosed when the patient has at least one manic, hypomanic, or mixed episode and currently has either a mixture of a rapidly alternating manic, hypomanic, and depressive symptoms. When evaluating a patient with psychotic symptoms, certain characteristics can help to differentiate schizoaffective disorder from mood and other psychotic disorders. Kendler and colleagues examined disorder severity and suggested that compared with patients with schizophrenia, patients with schizoaffective disorder have more prominent depressive and manic symptoms, less severe negative symptoms than hallucinations, and better overall functioning. If we look at symptom frequency, we find that patients with schizoaffective disorder have fewer hallucinations and first-rank psychotic symptoms, have significantly fewer catatonic symptoms, and significantly fewer negative symptoms compared with those with schizophrenia. Looking at family history, affective illness, and first-degree relatives is much more common in those with schizoaffective disorder than in those with schizophrenia, although the rate of schizophrenia in relatives is similar between the two groups. When delusions or hallucinations occur exclusively during periods of mood disturbance, the diagnosis of mood disorder with psychotic features may be used. In terms of severity, Patients with schizoaffective disorder have significantly worse negative symptoms, longer duration of psychotic symptoms, more severe depression, and worse overall functioning than those with psychotic affective illness. In addition, a family history of schizophrenia is more frequent in patients with schizoaffective disorder than in patients with mood disorders. A diagnosis of schizophrenia form disorder is appropriate when symptoms meet DSM-4 schizophrenia criteria A, but do not meet the duration criteria for schizophrenia. That is, symptoms last at least one month, but less than six months. Impairment of social and occupational functioning is not required for a diagnosis of schizophrenia form disorder. When experiencing a brief psychotic disorder episode, patients have the sudden onset of at least one of the following symptoms. Delusions, hallucinations, 
disorganized speech or grossly disorganized or catatonic behavior. An episode lasts at least one day, but less than a month, and the patient eventually returns to his or her pre-morbid level of functioning. When a patient has delusional disorder, the only psychotic symptoms are delusions, and thus symptoms do not meet criterion A for schizoaffective disorder. The delusion should not be bizarre, that is, the delusions involve real life or plausible explanations. Tactile and olfactory hallucinations may be present if they relate to the delusions. Delusions should persist for at least one month for a diagnosis of delusional disorder. When prominent hallucinations or delusions are the direct result of the physiologic effect of drug abuse, a medication, or exposure to a toxin, diagnosis of substance-induced psychotic disorder is appropriate. When delusions, hallucinations, disorganized speech, and or grossly disorganized or catatonic behavior are present, but do not meet criteria for other disorders, or when insufficient information exists, the most appropriate diagnosis may be psychotic disorder not otherwise specified. Cognitive impairments may help to differentiate between schizoaffective disorder and other psychotic disorders. However, unique patterns of cognitive dysfunction to distinguish patients with these differential diagnoses have not yet been clearly identified. Schizophrenia and schizoaffective disorder do appear to have similar patterns of cognitive deficits, and these patterns seem to differ from those seen in major depression, bipolar disorder, and Alzheimer's dementia. Longitudinal studies of patients with schizoaffective disorder indicate that the diagnosis may change over time. In addition, studies have shown that inter-rater reliability for diagnosing schizoaffective disorder to be low. Because the distinguishing features of the disorder emerge over time, making the diagnosis depends on eliciting an accurate history of signs and symptoms, as well as documenting the duration, intensity, and time course of symptoms. Documentation of the history and symptoms is also crucial for treating the patient at a later date, as a clear idea of the basis on which the diagnosis was made is needed by the clinician to either maintain the diagnosis or to recognize new information that may result in a change of diagnosis. In summary, when making a differential diagnosis of schizoaffective disorder, clinicians should take a careful history of the patient's symptoms involving informants and previous medical records if possible and document the findings. Place those findings within the framework of DSM-4 or ICD-10 criteria and differentiate schizoaffective disorder from other psychotic diagnoses. And finally, reevaluate the diagnosis over time. Thank you for listening to this presentation. To earn CME credit and to listen to additional presentations, go to cmeinstitute.com slash cyclopedia.